the spiritual benefits of bitachon. Uh, trust in Hashem is beneficial to a person in the matter of his spiritual life that is in the Torah, and later, that, meaning we're going to also say that it's beneficial in his physical life, but he's starting here talking about the benefits uh, in the Torah space. For if one who trusts in Hashem is wealthy, he will hurry to use his wealth to fulfill his obligations towards God and his obligations towards people with a willing soul and a generous spirit. Uh, we're on, it says, Umito Elis in the Hebrew, um, in Shabitachon. So he says here, this means that he's not hiding, his, he's not holding his money in secrecy, putting it away just for himself. And when his time comes to leave the world, it all goes to someone else. And he has labored for nothing. No, the Babitachon has utilized his earnings to accomplish something in the world. Besides the Bitachon, which is an amazing, which is an achievement in and of itself, the Babitachon has utilized his money for good purposes as well. When he gives it to charitable purposes, to help people, to help yeshivos, he should know that that itself is a tremendous achievement, in addition to the bitachon that he's acquired for himself. Ah, now suppose this man of bitachon is not a wealthy man. Because of his bitachon, he'll look at the lack of money as one of the benefits that Hashem conferred upon him, because the obligations are now removed from him, obligations in which he's obliged are obligated to Hashem and to people because of money. Now he's a free man. A man who has money has responsibilities on his shoulders. It's obligations, right? Money is a chiv. You have property, it's a chiv. You have to take care of it and use it properly. If there are causes that have to be supported by that money, Hashem blames that person for not helping. If there are poor people, he's the one who's responsible if they lack the help they need. A poor man is absolved from all these responsibilities. If a man is poor and he has bitachon, he considers the poverty as a gift from Hashem. Hashem says, I'm relieving you of this obligation. Don't worry now because you have nothing to be responsible for. You don't have money. Just think about yourself and your own duties. Serve me and appreciate the gift I gave you. What's the gift? I gave you the gift of not having money. And that's a very great gift, he says. The man who has no money benefits by being spared the burden of maintaining and managing it. Now his mind is no longer occupied in trying to guard his money. Um, we, we had this situation earlier this year where I, like my car had an issue. I went to, to get my test and I found out that the, the um, gumi mashulash was broken. I said, great, what's a gumi mashulash? And I said, so I, that was at the test. I assumed I just don't know the Hebrew for that. But if I go ask somebody, then they'll know. So I left the test center and everybody asked, I have no idea what a gumi mashulash, like I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I said, great. This thing's broken. I have no idea how to fix it. Eventually, I did some research online and found that the suspension has a triangle, and on the corners of that triangle, there are these rubber pieces that, whatever. I ended up having to replace them. So they cost a certain amount of money to replace all of them, and and uh, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, we, we have to spend this money. It's just annoying. It wasn't in the budget. But all of a sudden, literally within a day, I had that windfall came for like a couple hundred shekel more than, than that exact amount. So it was like, I thought to myself, beautiful, but if I hadn't had this car to deal with, I would have had that money. Or Hashem, in, in a person's case where they don't have the car, maybe they wouldn't have the problem or the money. They would have just stayed stable. I have the roller coaster to play with. So when a person has these obligations of like stuff, you know, the more stuff you have, more, more money, more worries, right? That's in Pirkei Avos as well. Um, but, but when he has this, these things he has to deal with, he's on a roller coaster. So he, a, a poor person, what he's saying is, 
it's a gift. The person doesn't have to worry about those things either. It doesn't always work out exactly like that, but okay. So a person who has property is obligated to worry about his property. Hashem won't agree to a man's neglecting his wealth. He has to, he, he has to see to it that he supervises his fields and his workers. That's part of his job, and that takes away part of his life. He can't help himself. In contrast, this man who has no property is absolved from that burden and has his mind open and clear for pure Torah accomplishments in life. We see Chovas speaks of the true advantage, advantages of being a Babitachon. Subsequently, he'll speak about the physical material advantages as well. Now he's telling us that the service in Hashem, that in the service of Hashem, in a person's relationship with Hashem, what an achievement it is to gain the attitude of Bitachon. When a person has no Bitachon, he puts all of his efforts into his business. Because that's his life. That's his future. He has nothing else but that. But when, when Hashem sees that a man is trying to gain Bitachon, he helps him to liberate his mind from the burden of being enslaved to his business. This is like what was said about one of the pious people. He used to say, May Hashem rescue me from the scattering of my soul. But what does that mean? He was asked, What is the scattering of the soul that you want Hashem to protect you from? He answered, From having property in various places. If property is scattered, his mind is occupied thinking about it. If all his property is in one place, it would be easier to worry about. Now that it's all over the place, he's thinking, I have to go there and supervise that. I have to go here and take a look. That's what we call pizra nefesh, or scattering of the soul. This is what happens when people don't centralize their thoughts on Hashem. Their thoughts scatter to all the things that they will contribute that will contribute to their well-being. They need this or that, and they think about that person or that enterprise. All the things come up in their mind. If they're active people, they have many things occupying their mind. So this chassid used to pray, Hashem save me from scattering of the thoughts. Now it doesn't mean that a person shouldn't have property. But even if he does, he should concentrate his thoughts on Hashem. That's his main interest in life. And this is what Chazal said. Oh, here we go. The more property a person has, the more worries he has. See, you heard it here first. That's Pirkei This doesn't mean that a man who has property should give away his property. But he should know that the, the increase in his property is going to be a special test for him. And it will take more. It will make it more difficult for him to keep his mind on, on the central thought that Hashem is the real property. And they said also in Avos, who is who is the wealthy man, right? He rejoices in his lot. Um, so why don't we stop here today, and we'll go on tomorrow with more. I'm of just like you. I'm just passing through, just like you. My heart wants to feel something that's real And my mind hopes to find treasures of another kind And if you had my eyes you'd see a palace for you and me A palace for you and me